Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We do need the Lord Jesus Christ. We need him every day. We need him every hour. As we need, we're going to just press a little further. It's all about the press sometimes. The flesh gets weary, but the spirit is willing. If you press, the Lord will meet you. Yes, he will. It's true. 
atmosphere right here right now hallelujah, hallelujah. we bless your name oh god hallelujah. we glorify you god hallelujah. come on come on hallelujah hallelujah come on it's take the time to look around come on go before god for yourself we bless your name oh god hallelujah we bless your name oh god hallelujah you're worthy you're worthy god hallelujah you're worthy oh god hallelujah you're worthy, God. Yes, you are. 
Come on, come on, give God a hand clap of praise now. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Now that was good for me. Now can y'all give God a hand clap of praise? How many of y'all are glad to be here today? How many of y'all are thanking God? God, thank you for allowing me to be in the service on today. Now, don't, don't lie about it. If you ain't happy to be here, go ahead and sit down. <laughs> go ahead and take your seat. If you're not happy to be here, go ahead and take your seat. But for those who are happy to know that God has kept you another day, come on and give God some praise in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Come on, turn to your neighbor to him. I'm glad to be here all today. God kept me here so I can keep praying for you. God kept me here so I can keep blessing him. God kept me here so I don't know what's going on with you, but I'm here today because God saw fit. All right, all right, all right. I'm not about to pump y'all, prime y'all. So give me honor to God who is the head of my life. Give it out to God who is the head of my life and to you after Christ. I thank God for each and every one of you. As you can please stand to your feet as we bring forth our apostle. Apostle Rudy Ellis. Come on, give God praise for our apostle. And Pastor Lois Ellis. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the house. Please be seated. God bless you, brother. So good to see you. Love you so much, Pam. Kiss your husband. I won't. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. It is with great joy and honor and pleasure that uh, we're going to present to you today, Minister um, Brandon. Amen. Brandon James. Is, he's going to come forth and uh, bring us the word of life on today. Um, people think that this is a great celebration, a great time. We should all be crying for what he's going to go through. You know, people think that, you know, I'm going to preach. <laughs> I'm putting you in a place as an apostle, as a minister. There's going to be a place that you have to battle for the rest of your life. You chose to fight the devil. And he chose to fight you. A lot of people take this thing lightly. This is not to be entered too lightly. It is to be entered into with fasting and praying. I'm not going to criticize or say what I you did or what I've done. I let God deal with some of you on your own way. Then you get to this place that we're getting ready to present you. But I had to fast and pray. And ask God and really didn't want to go. I was, I was happy being sober. <laughs> I'll let my wife come in and she's going to have words and then I'll come back and I'll pray for the man of God. Then we'll put him up. 
Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. I pray this morning that you came to hear a word from the Lord and that you listen attentively and be aware of what God is saying to you through this message. So sit back. I mean, try not to relax a whole lot because you go to sleep. But stay attentive and listen and be prayerful to be able to hear what God is saying to you. Even if this message you say don't fit you, take something from the word of God for yourself. If it's just one word and let God minister to you, to you through that word. So God bless you this morning. We love you and be encouraged. Be encouraged. God says, fear not. Fear not. There's nothing to fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real in your life. And you know that you got the victory because God said we win. So be blessed this morning. Be encouraged. Be edified and rejoice in the Lord. God bless you. Amen. I, I walk in the apostolic call that he first gave unto Pastor Lois and I work walk in her calling and I'm so fortunate to be able to stand on the same foundation that she stands on. One thing that I know the foundation of the Lord stands for sure. He knows them that are his and we're going to uh, pray for the man of God and then we're going to allow him to come forth and then after he do that I'm going to have uh, I'll see fit at the time I'm watching see how things so fit and I'm going to have the prophets and I'm going to consecrate a, him and, and, and we're going to pray the prayer of faith, prophesy over his life. So we're going to do that in order as the Lord gives me to respond to that. Uh, Father, we thank you. We honor this hour for the release. But God, we pray he who is God, Holy Ghost, come and protect. Give him to flow in the Holy Ghost. You lead, you guide, you bring us into divine order as we add God to your weapons. Use him as a weapon. Use him as a weapon. Let his shield of faith go up, God, to quench every fiery dart of the enemy. Give him free course in the atmosphere. Let your angels be able, God, to clear the atmosphere. Let peace, joy, prosperity come to his spirit as he releases the word of God unto you today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if someone agrees with that prayer, say amen. amen. I present to you, Minister Brandon, if you stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's give Jesus a hand clap. Hallelujah. Let's give him a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy of the praise. He's worthy of the honor. He's worthy of all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a prayer, but I want to say I thank God for the honor of being here. My apostle, my spiritual father, and my spiritual mother in the gospel. Let's give them a hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Bible says give honor to where honor is due. I'm 
flipping with him. I'm already hearing. And the Lord was telling me, he said, even while my mom was saying, sit back and relax and take it in. It may, might, may not be for you. And the Holy Ghost was saying, the word that I've given you is for everybody. Everybody going to get some of this. Hallelujah. And it's just honor to be here. I thank God for my lovely wife. Come on, stand up. Everybody, no, my wife. I say my wife. My wife. Hallelujah. You know, um, I thank God for her sacrifice. She sacrificed a lot, y'all, for me to be standing. No, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. She sacrificed a lot for me to be standing here for Brandon. See, man of God is standing right here, but I'm talking about she sacrificed. Hold on, hold on. This person, Brandon, she sacrificed for me. Now, nah, hold on, I'm gonna go back. Okay. It's good to have a it's good to have a little laughter, amen. One more thing I gotta say, I might get in trouble for this. But me and my wife been married almost 15 years. Next year will be 15 years. And I have never, ever, Dad Dana, had her to sit down and watch a whole football game with me. That's blessed. No, I'm talking about blessed. I'm blessed. I don't know, men know what I'm talking about. This Mary that's into sports. I told y'all I was going to get in trouble. But I thank her for everything. Everything that I can imagine in a woman I found in Carol. Everything. Okay, that's enough. I've got to preach now. Got to get about God's business. It's his business. Amen. Father God, I thank you for the word. I thank you for life, health, and strength. Without you, I am nothing. Without you, Father God, I am nothing. Speak through me. Use me. I believe you've given me. I know you've given me this word. This word is for myself and your people. Come into this place. I counsel every attack of the mind, every attack of hard press, bringing work to church and bringing my bills and bringing my situations and circumstances. Here we counsel all of that warfare in the name of Jesus. And we're going to press to receive from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I think that covers everything. Amen. Um, thank you, Elder. My, my pastor also, I want to give honor to the man of God of the house who's going to be set as the pastor, my elder, Jason. I thank God for him. He don't know I watch him rigorously. I do. And um, I'm probably your, your biggest critic, but I'm also your biggest fan. I just want to tell you that. And um, I thank God for you because I see your growth. You're younger than me, but you're older than me spiritually because you're my head. You're my covering. God, the word of God said God has given us pastors after his own heart to teach us with knowledge and understanding. He did not say they was going to be perfect. He did not say they wasn't going to make some mistakes, and I'm saying he do, but he is growing, and I am appreciative to his growth and him and his wife. And I just want to say as your young minister, I told you this before, I'm your young minister. I thank God for you. Okay, now I think I'm done with all that. I really feel like breaking out. Y'all didn't know me. I love to praise God, but thank God he's allowed me to be here. My life mission is to help people to hear the call of God and God allow us to take all 
the broken pieces that he's gathered for me and to use it as an honor. So I thank God for all you guys to come out, especially those who said they were going to come out to hear what thus says the Lord. It is an honor. In this house, we're going to go into the word of God. Let's turn our Bibles to John, the 14th chapter. We're going to just jump right in. In this house, everybody all right? Amen. In this house, we have always in every service and on every Monday night, our kingdom recovery meeting, we have always closed. And when we close our prayer, we say, go in peace, serve the Lord and live holy. And I've heard some of the elder saints and some of my elders say, choose to live holy. I want to say that, too, because that catches my ear. Go in peace serve the Lord and do live holy. These are some very strong instructions. After making this confession and saying this year after year, I realized I wasn't going in peace. Now you see the pause. Yeah, I realized I wasn't going in peace. Talking about Brandon now. Now I'm gonna say this, but you now you wherever you fit in, just get on in because I'm really preaching to myself. But I want to help somebody. Let me tell you what Jesus had to say to us that believed about what he believed and what he confessed and gave us about peace. John 14, 26. <clears throat> Thank you, all my guests that come out. God bless you. Real, real short verse. We'll come back to 26. We're going to go to straight to 27. And you know what? I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of the word, please. I'm a little different. We're going to stand, if you don't mind, giving honor to the word of God. Just one simple verse, and then we can all have our seat. Verse 27, and I'm reading from the King James Version Bible. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That last part, very important. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You may have your seat. Thank you so much. The enemy does not want us to go or come in any kind of peace. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. We're going to come back to that verse. That is a verse. It's coming. But I have to set the ground because I'm, I, I, it's, it's very important as these seeds of life get sold, you know where your position is. All right. Jesus said, but I have come that you might have life and that life more abundantly. Let me break down the first word in this saying before we get to the word peace. Go. Go means according to the Webster 1828 dictionary, it is a verb in a general sense to move, to pass, to proceed from one place, state, or station to another opposed to resting a and here's some examples a meal goes by water or by steam a ship goes at the rate of five knots 
an hour. A clock goes fast or slow. And mine is we go to church. Okay. So we going, we going from one place to another. We got the definition. When we say go in peace, we are going in a state of mind. It's a state of mind, see, because we got words of life been sold into us. We've been sitting. We have had praise. We worship. We worship with our money. We worship with our finances. We worship with our mouth. We worship with our hands. We Some of us praise God with our feet. And then the word of life comes to our ear, to our hearing, and we got a whole lot of good stuff from God. And our apostle, who is the set man of God, tells us to go in peace. Now, I asked, I tried to do some history with some of the saints and um, asked them, where did this saying come from? Go in peace, serve the Lord, and do live holy. And they said it came out of a place from the mothers. I think Mother Wright and um, the other mother. And and they would it just one and then they add another one. So we got this catching saying. So you know, but the point is, it was sanctioned by the apostle. He received it. He gave it to us. Supposedly, okay. Um, when we say we're going peace, we're saying it's a state of mind. To say I I'm going in peace, I'm taking something with me. Supposedly, I'm saying I'm here. And this is my mindset, and I'm taking it with me. I'm right here, and where I want to be is over there. Because when I leave church, I got a destination, right? But the peace I got, I want it to be, okay, let me break it down. I'm at church, but there's some hell going on in my house. So the peace I received from the word of God here, I want it to be over there. To go in to go in peace. Not not for right here because we're not gonna be here. Come tomorrow, nine o'clock, ain't nobody gonna be in the sanctuary. We all gonna be in our various places. But each one of us have a charge to have the same peace that we had on Sunday, 11:45. Help me, Holy Ghost, that we need to have when my children acting crazy. When my boss don't know how to talk to me at work. When my bills are stacked up on the table. That same peace. I'm going to need some help, Elder. I got it. Elder Frank came in. I saw him come in. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. We didn't got to serving the Lord yet. This is just what going in peace. Oh, it might I add. When I go out to my car, it ain't acting right. So immediately, all of those things come into my mind to distract me from the peace the Lord gave me. If I'm really going to go in peace, what does that mean? Come on, tell yourself, I'm going in peace today. Come on, say it with me. One more time. I'm going in peace today. Amen. Amen. God show me. Come on. God show me how to go in peace. Okay. So, so again, again, we're here. Most of us, now most of us that we study the Bible, we hear this in the Hebrew meaning shalom. Shalom, peace. That means shalom means nothing missing and nothing broken. Come on. 
in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, when you saw peace, that's what it means if you looked up the Hebrew word. Amen? Amen. So the meaning, meaning nothing missing, nothing broken. In the Greek, because we New Testament, we got the translation Hebrew, Greek. The New Testament is written in the Greek. Irene, I well. Nay is how it's pronounced. That's how it's pronounced. And that means to join one peace, quietness, rest, and state of national tranquility. So national tranquility means all over everywhere. Okay, they got they got a uh, budget wise, so you rent your car, but they national. So with the same cars you rent in Michigan, you can go to California. So the same piece you have here in Michigan, no matter where you go, when you get home, when you get in your car, you're supposed to have that same piece, national tranquility. Am I saying that right? All right, y'all help me. Yeah, national, all over the place. Now in Isaiah, let me bring it home because. There's, there's, there's a method to apostle. I ain't gonna say madness to his wisdom. It's a method to his wisdom, and I love it because when you dig into God, the Word of God, it gives you life, and you find joy there. In, 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 in Isaiah nine six, it says, "For unto us a child is born, unto us." A son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be what? Wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father and the prince of peace. So really what apostle really telling us is to go in Jesus Christ. Yeah, take take him everywhere you go. You, I heard some. I heard some. You know, I heard some old folks say, "I'm gonna put down my religion and tell you a few things." No, you can't put down Jesus. If He inside you, He inside you. You need to go back and go in peace. He's the Prince of Peace. See, y'all don't know. See, I was in a mental hospital at one time. Didn't even know what day it was. I ain't had no peace. See, somebody can identify with that, that they had to be locked behind all them doors. And you go up there, you get all them little trays, and you don't know what's in them pills. And they, you taking this pill, you don't know you taking these pills by faith. Trying to find some peace. Because I was stone crazy. I just tell a little bit. I know you can't see it now today. People say, I never knew that. No, you probably, a whole lot, you probably didn't know about me. But I was raised in church. I had a praying grandmother. I, I left out at 7 o'clock because you couldn't come in after 10 o'clock, and I knew I wasn't coming home. And when I left out, on, she was having prayer band. Y'all don't know about prayer band. We had a prayer band, and she on her knees on a conference call praying with the prayer band at 7 o'clock. I come back at 10 o'clock in the morning. She's still on her knees praying with that same prayer band. Been praying for us all night long. She knew I was crazy. She knew I needed that extra prayer. I thank God for my grandmama. She was a prayer warrior. She prayed me through. And I'm not going to even tell y'all some of the story. I'll give y'all a story next time where she prayed me through. So really, Apostle was telling us to go in Jesus Christ. 
See, because, and let me break that down, because you got to do your study. See, Jesus is not sitting next to you, apostle. Thank God for doing he, he knew This man knew me before all y'all. Him. Even my wife. I ain't going to tell y'all that story. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. He, he not hear that. He said, he gave gifts to men as he ascended to his father. First, he went down low and descended and set the captive free. And then when he went up, he gave gifts to me. And that's how you got some apostle. So he's not here, but he gave us a promise. If you go to somebody, go Carol, get a, a John 14, 26. While you getting that, let me say this. The anointing, the Christ, Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. People think that. He teaches us that. That's not his last name. Apostle taught us that. Christ represents the anointing that was in the man sent from God. So we, we have to understand when we go in that same peace in Jesus Christ, we're going in the anointing of the mindset. The mindset. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Then another scripture say, he has set us above, far above all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in what? High places. He said, greater, this is my wife's favorite, the greater is he, that big H, Jesus is greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world. This is I'm still talking about going in peace. But I'm giving you some scripture because you got to put word on it. It's power in the word. That's what you fight with. He give us one weapon. Go to Ephesians and check it out for yourself. Chapter six. He give us one weapon to fight with. And that's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So you can't fight with strength or ability or willpower. I would have stopped smoking dope a long time ago if I could have did it in willpower. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Come on Monday night and we can talk some more. Tomorrow night we'll talk some more about that. But I'm trying to help somebody, young people. You don't have to fight this fight by yourself. He's endowed you with his word. You don't learn. Listen, I didn't learn this word by sitting down and saying, oh, I got to memorize scripture because I know I got to preach. I took one word and I hid it in my heart. So what happens is when, when a situation come up, it'll bubble up. And it comes up, Nabi. It comes up. Yeah. It come up when you need it for what you need it for. The word is going to rise. Yes. I remember my prayer was, Father God, in you, I am nothing. So I only can do this by his power, his authority. Because in Jesus, I got you on that scripture. Because in Jesus, nothing is missing and nothing is broken. The work is complete. Let me get back on track. I really wasn't serving the Lord because my mind was in all the wrong places. I had a form of godliness and I was coming to church out of religion, but I didn't have any peace in any area of my life. I knew how to put a suit on. I knew how to come and dance. I knew how to come and be on time. See, the street taught me how to be on time. 
see, you 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 can't get slipped if you on the street if you there before they get there. So that's another story for another day. But some things, you know, he say all things work together for our good. That means even the crazy stuff you did on the street, you can learn from that. You can draw from the wisdom of the street. Yeah. The scripture says he take the foolish, foolishness of this world to confound the wise. They, they trying to figure out how you know that. Because I've been out there. And I found there wasn't nothing out there worth staying out there for. But I learned something. I don't barely run a stop sign. I can't give them people another day. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. I stop at every stop sign. I ain't doing nothing wrong, y'all. Them 14 straight calendars taught me a lesson. See, Apostle, y'all don't know. And I'm, I'm going to get back on track. I'm, I'm gonna give me say, say this. Apostle, Apostle, can't give him another day, Elder. Apostle came, the Lord sent him all the way up to Miley, Michigan to come. Y'all hear him tell the story to come get me, right? But my pastor, Pastor Consuela York, had a prison ministry. And I was born and sung in the, the Avery Sunbeam. My wife got seen the pictures. They got me this small with a bow tie with a cross, singing with the Avery Sunbeams in church. And she told me, if you stay out there on the streets, if I don't preach to you in church, I'll preach to you in prison. I went to prison. They sent me to Mount Sterling, about 300 miles downstate Illinois. She came with 15 people, had a service, called me out the bleachers, down to the front. And I'm walking down, I'm like, yeah, this is my pastor. And she bopped me right in the head. So I've been getting into trouble with pastors a long time. The true story, and the true story, my wife, they'll tell you, yeah, he been getting whoopers in church. He used to get whooped with, we used to have stitchy cords on the mic. I had stole $20 out my grandmama purse, went to the corner store, and bought a bunch of candy. My, my cousin came and told on me. They called me to the front of the church, and I got beat down in front of the church at 12 years or 12, 13 years old with the, with the microphone cord. And wherever it landed, that's where it hit. And trust me, I felt every one of them. Okay, let me get back. I just trying to, I just trying to say it don't matter what you're doing. Let me tell y'all why I'm sharing this. Because when you're walking after Christ, we already know your story. You come in here, we know you ain't got no peace. You it's all over you. The man of God, God has given him. The insight and the foresight. He see. He's, we pray for word of wisdom and word of knowledge over his life. So he look out. Mama, look out and see. She just told me about one person. What's wrong with him? <laughs> I say, just pray for him, mama. You know we in the house of deliverance. He in the right place. I told my other brother, I say, man. Don't get upset when people get out of order in here because they come for deliverance and them spirits going to act out. Yeah. They got to be exposed. Y'all don't remember when I that, that spirit was rolling and fighting and all of y'all was holding me down and I had stood. We in the right house. So while you here, come on in. Come on, take off your coat, take off your shoes. We going to get you delivered so you can get free and really go in peace.
So I'm going to say this. So really, what I was telling y'all, I didn't re really understand why God brought me here because I was already preaching before I got here, but I couldn't stop getting high. So I told my wife, you know what? That Monday night, we need more. I got to go. The Lord says it's time to go. So we came and we set up under the man of God. But I, w I didn't have it all. Y'all know I've been here six years. This is my first time up. So I didn't come here for him to put me up. He already knew I was called when I got here. He trying to get, let me step out. Brandon, was he trying to get Brandon together so Brandon can do what God called him to do. Did y'all catch that? Y'all going to step out on faith and say, God, fix him. Fix her. Because she needs some help. You ain't crazy when you say that. You telling the truth because it's another spirit. Yeah. I say it's another spirit operating and I don't know what I'm doing. To join. What happened? Help me, Lord. God is good. Okay. All right. We here. We here. Have you ever said that I'm not going down that road? in your mind see i brought my book y'all know the lord blessed me to write a book i ain't want to get in no trouble but i wrote a book since i've been since i say since i've been here yeah. i wrote a book during covid i wrote a book getting eye surgeries every month getting punked in my eye both in this eye every month with two needles i still finish my book and god bless me now my book is in prisons so it's never been a question about what God has called me to do. I never stopped trying to do what he's called me to do. It was about that. Hold on. Other Brandon trying to yield himself and say, yes, Lord, and surrender so I can come back over here and do what God has called me to do. I'm cool with that, though, because it's my life. Yeah. See, you got a life. You can write your own story. Yeah. You don't have to let your situations and so oh, I'm getting off Holy Ghost. Okay. You don't have to let your situations and circumstances dictate to you another behavior. We talk, Mama, you talk about that in Monday night. Another behavior because now that spirit of addiction to whatever it is, sex, food. We ain't even talking about no drugs or alcohol. We just talking about stuff that's legal, but it's out of control. It's legal. If you marry, yeah, if you marry, it's legal, but you, you could be out of control because you don't brought in all of these lust demons in your marriage. And now you don't know what to do. Let me stop. Have you ever, have you ever said another behavior? Have you ever said, that I'm not going down that road and in your mind. And then you look up and you realize you way down the road. You don't miss two exits. <laughs> you could have got off a long time ago. And you say, you shake your head like, man, how did I get here? I tell my men, hey amen. The Lord has allowed me to do some work, some service work, mama. And I tell my men on Thursdays to speak, Lord, that sin, listen to me, sin will take you down a road you don't want to go down. Three things. Sin will keep you longer than you're willing to stay. Last thing. Sin will have you doing things you said you would never do. 
No matter how much willpower you have, any addiction, it could be spitting, chewing gum, pitching pennies. Y'all don't know nothing about pitching pennies. It could be anything. You do anything you do over and over again becomes what, guys? Habit form. Oh, y'all know. Y'all Monday night. I'll be trying to get them to say it. Y'all already know. It becomes habit forming. So if you drink pop every day for about six, seven days, three times a day with every meal, come about that fifth, sixth day, you be craving a Pepsi. I had to stop buying them. Didn't I? I said, I ain't buying no more pop. They ain't coming in this house. So now, yeah, that's how I broke that. I, I broke it. Because so now when I go out, I have me one soda with my meal. And now it's a treat. But I ain't addicted to it. I'm not drinking two liters with every meal. Now, you can move that over to anything. Smoking. Cigarettes. Anything else? Now, yeah, yeah, Jesus, and you know, I, you hear the story of my apostle tell that, yeah, once you get Jesus, he, they, they broke him down. But some things are process. We didn't get involved in all of this sin in one day. We started with gateways. See, I was stealing, when mama was giving me this, and then I'm stealing drinks off the table, and I wanted to see what a cigarette tastes like, and, and she had love roaches. Do they have roaches today? Is a blunt, a piece of a blunt? Yeah, the roach, you take the roach and smoke that, and yeah. So those were gateways, and then I got a, another, 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 uh, I, I tried, I got checked. Hey, then I got another, uh, another addiction going on. So that's how they come. Addictions come like that. Here's the scripture, John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but to steal and kill and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that that life you have that I give you, you might have it more abundantly. <clears throat> Where was all this hell when I was out in the streets? In the world, doing whatever I wanted to do. Because sometimes when you get in Christ, the enemy really, he don't want to let you go. So he begins to intensify some things. He be working in there too. Now some stuff, like you told me, no, you just going through life. But some things the enemy do be magnifying it, making it seem rough to serve God. But it's really not that rough. Rough. It's our perception. Because remember, we got to go in peace. What the enemy really does is get in our head and set up residence and squat in our mind. He builds apartments, bring in the couches, put up some curtains, and, and put down some, some stuff on the floor in our thinking. Y'all know what a squatter is. Y'all got some, I know people live in Detroit, got squatters living right next door to them. They don't have a legal right to be there. Now look at this whole picture. Play it out. You don't, the squatter don't have a legal right. The enemy don't have a legal right to be in your mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So where he got room to come in at? You could kick him right out. Kick him out. But if you don't kick him out and you begin to entertain him, he will set up a whole apartment. He'll set up a condo. And, and now they came up with squatters' white rights. That's in the natural. But in the spirit, the devil ain't got no right to be in your mind. Verse 26. I'm there now. It said, but the comforter, 
which is the Holy Ghost. We still in 1426. Here go your help. And I'm almost done. I got to get out. I know this is a three-part series. I got to get to serve the Lord and live holy. My clock was off, so I just know how much time. Just give me a finger, that, because it wasn't set. Okay. Okay. All right. But the confidence, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, Jesus Christ, the anointing. He didn't say the Holy Ghost was coming in his own name. He said he's coming in my name, Jesus Christ, the anointing, and he shall teach you what? All things, and bring all things to your remembrance, and whatsoever I have said unto you, you have the power to do it, Amplified. You have the ability to overcome the world. Being a minister of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, I hit a crossroads with God. I start telling myself, this is not easy. Then I was taught and began to say what God has said. I made my confession to go in peace, to serve the Lord, and to live holy. It is impossible to go in peace, serve the Lord, and live holy when you want Jesus on Sunday morning and Jeezy Monday night. You can't serve the Lord one Jesus Sunday morning and Jeezy Sunday night. Which one you gonna bump? You gonna bump Jesus or you gonna bump Jeezy? Yeah, you gotta pick one. Now this real talk. When you want the Holy Ghost Sunday morning and you calling to see what hoe go on Saturday night. Watch it, watch it, Booty call. Come on now. I'm going to say it again. Booty call. See, you know, people don't know that spiritually, I got you, brother. People don't know spiritually when God be speaking. He be telling on me. He be telling on me, but he be telling on folks too. Because sometimes you can read them eyes. I had to tell one brother, he threw me some eyes, no homo. No homo. Yeah, he was giving me them eyes. I said you can read them eyes. This was saying, yeah, he, you can read eyes. And I'm like, bro, you looking at me a little strange, man. Oh, man, right here. I don't want nothing, anything. Son's not soft as my wife. No homo. No homo. And it's okay to say when you're assured in yourself. But them booty calls, they will come. Sunday morning, I want Jesus. Sunday night, I want a booty call. When you want the Holy Spirit and you trust, you trust, I trust my flesh. See, I've been there. Trust my flesh more than I trust God. You can have some peace when you stop all these things because they bring in spirits. You can serve the Lord when you look at him to guide you. He is your comforter. He will bring all things back to your remembrance. He will nudge you when you're doing wrong. He will tell you don't do that when you go to touch it. Touch not the unclean thing. And do my prophet no harm. The prophet be speaking. And we don't be listening. And then there's another scripture that says, 
Be ye separate. Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. We partnering up with stuff that people don't even believe in Jesus. They don't believe in Christ. They ain't going to church. They ain't serving God. They cussing in every conversation, every word. How you going to cuss God? I mean, cuss man and then bless God. The script, go to James chapter 3 and it tell you these things are not to be. Bitter water and sweet water can't flow down the same stream. These things are not to be. I had to learn how to guard my mouth, y'all. <clears throat> Listen to the charge of apostle. So then, prepare your hearts and minds for the action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. For when Jesus Christ is unveiled, greater measure of grace will be released to you. As a God-obedient child, Never again shape your lives by the desires that you followed when you did not know better. Instead, shape your lives to become like the Holy One who called you. For scripture says, you are to be holy because your Father in heaven is holy. That is the Passion Translation in 1 Peter. When it comes to living holy, I had to start studying what holy was. What holy was and what I was was two separate things. What holy, holiness was in the Bible and what holiness was in my marriage. What holiness was on my job and what holiness was in my family. What holiness was with my enemies and what holiness was in my life. Truly to go in peace and serve the Lord and choose to live holy and be a man of God and, and to be a man of God to this ministry is a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It's a, and my apostle, when I told him it was a sacrifice, he said, it's not, it's more than that. It's also a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. See, I, the Holy Ghost wouldn't let me. I didn't write that down, but it's a lifestyle. This is no, this is no joke. Because what ends up happening, you become seared with a hot iron. And your hearing becomes dull. Can't nobody tell. That's why when people run out to church and leave, you know, I, I understand that they ain't getting nothing but wise counsel here. So they hear me came dull and they went out and go after something else because they couldn't take the pressure of the fire of the word of God that was coming from the man of God. And he says so affectionately, some would go and God would send others to stay. Being a man of God and called to the ministry is a sacrifice. What I should be praying for is for the man of God. I will see the heaviness and pain, excuse me, I, as being the armor bearer to the man of God and being in a position of sit down, I was able to observe and look out and see the people. And being in a place of prayer, I began to pray for the man of God and for the people. I would see heaviness, pain, sadness, untapped potential. So we asked God to break every chain. In breaking every chain, and he does break every chain. 
sometimes we pick the handcuffs back up and put them back on. Clean, clean. We tie God's hands. Actually, we really don't. What we do is, and y'all heard me say this, you water in your grass, you plug in that nozzle, like that valve. You turn that water on, you hear the rushing water through the holes. You walk over to the, the nozzle to spray your grass, and you ain't got nothing but a trickle. What's the problem? Got a kink in the line. Just like with God, he don't release all of your blessings. But it's me. I got a kink in my line. I got a kink in my line. I got to put the nozzle down. Stop what I'm doing. That's what put the nozzle down. How much time? I put the nozzle down. Stop what I'm doing, Mama Pam. Go back and trace my line and, and take that kink out. Now my full flow blessing is coming. Now everything he's promised me, I'm getting it. Now there's going to be some other things. And the Bible says that, that the enemy can hold up your blessings. There's warfare going on. That's why you got to come to prayer. That's why you got to stay in prayer. That's why you got to get around praying people. Tap into the power. Because you do it. It's a spiritual fight. I'm closing. I knew I won't get through all this, but it's it's, it's so rich. It's rich. I evaluate the house and I begin to pray for people. And the Lord said in Luke 8, 48, and he said to her daughter, be of good comfort that faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. It's just that simple. I want to believe you can go in peace. I want to challenge you this week that if you make this confession that I'm going to go in peace, I'm going to put down the nozzle and I'm going to search the line. I'm going to take out the kink. I'm going to repent for what I've done wrong. I'm going to ask God to help me in every turn. I'm going to begin to quote his word that though I walk in the flesh, I do not war after the flesh for the weapons of my warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I got to pull down this stronghold in my head, in my thinking. The enemy squatting in my head. I cast that thought down. And every hot thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, when things come and give my life to, to say it's bigger than God, I got to say you a lie to me because what I see ain't happening to me. <laughs> Uh, what I see ain't happening to me. It's lying to me. In the natural, I can feel the effects of pain. But in the spirit, I'm walking in wholeness. I'm walking in healing. I'm walking in where I need to walk at. Because what I see can't be happening to me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. I'm going to say what he's called me to say. I'm going to go where he tells me to go. I ain't got to worry about nobody because he opened the door. God opened my doors. I said, 42 years they tried to give me, but God said, no, I will still be in prison today, but God said, no, he sent me a man to come say, I'm going to show you a light. Took me a while to get to him, but I'm here now and I'm going to do what God has called me to do.
So I've been quiet long enough, Elder Jason. And I just told him last week, wherever you send me, I'm going. We're going to take authority in this whole community. We're going to come together, fitly join together, one body, fitly join together. And we're going to turn this whole community around if we come together and work together. I'm done. My time is up. God bless you. If y'all want more of my story, it's in my book. They'll have them out there at the bookstore. God bless, Apostle. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Come here, son. Pray. Well, I compose myself. Come you pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you, O oh God. Look out for the word that the man of God preached, O oh God, that we shall go in peace, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, O oh God, let that word, O oh God, be a part of our lives in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God, for the masterpiece, O oh God, that he preached yes. on today in the name of Jesus. God, we speak right now in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that that word will guide us, O oh God. They will go with us, O oh God. It will speak to us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. The God, we will make the decision to live holy, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. It will keep us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, God, I thank you for the man of God. I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, for every single thing, oh God, that he have given of himself, oh God, that you shall restore unto him, oh God. That God, you shall bless his body, oh, in the name of Jesus. Bless his body, God, in the name of Jesus, for his obedience. Bless him, God. Heal him, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that no devil in hell, oh God, will be able to come against him in the name of Jesus. So God, we plead the blood of Jesus, Lord God, in the name of Jesus against every devil. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we pray, oh God, that, we, that you put a hedge of protection around him, around his life around his wife and his children in the name of jesus so god we thank you and we give your name the glory the honor and the praise in jesus name we pray please be seated in the house just for a moment no more pictures no more no more pictures and no more broadcasting uh, glory 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 Thank you so much for tuning in today. We believe that the word of God that was spoken right here today has broken every chain off of your life. We invite you to visit our website, www.afterchristchristiancenter.org, where you can find all of up-to-date announcements, listen to our podcast, and just stay connected. While you're there, if you'd like to be a blessing to After Christ, feel free to click on the donate button, or you can cash app us right at dollar sign After Christ. Also, we want to let you know that the house of the Lord is open that's right. Join us right here in person every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Also, our Kingdom Recovery at 3331 Finkel Avenue right here in Detroit, Michigan. 
If you're not able to join us live, we ask that you continue to support us by just watching, sharing, liking, and subscribing to all of our social media platforms. We love you. We ask that God continue to cover you, keep you, you and your family. God bless.